Welcome to the Imagine Mom Cast. Real talk, real Jesus, real fun. This is your host, Elaine Kohanowitz, and today I'm going to be talking to Hassan Bosch. He is a high performance coach and he helps people change their mindset so that they can do amazing things and meet their goals. And I know that he's going to have a lot of great value for you. He has helped me as well, so I'm very excited to have him on today. So enjoy this interview. I am so excited today to have as my guest um, a really great guy that my son Daniel and I just met when we were at the a recent marketing conference. His name is Hassan Bosch, and he is a digital performance strategist, also a performance coach. And you're probably thinking, why in the world am I having him on my show? Okay. So for a few reasons, one is that you guys are going to absolutely love him. Two is that he actually works with probably, would you say 60% women? Yes, that yes. is so true. That's a good one. Yes. And three, um, he's uh, really done amazing things for me as far as helping me with my mindset. And I know that he is going to give you guys some great strategy for that too. So um, we're going to jump right in. And Hassan, I'm going to have you introduce yourself a little bit more and tell us a little bit about like um, your vocation and how you help people. Absolutely. So uh, to to really make sense out of what I do, because there's two sides of what I do. There's the high performance coach, which is more about me guiding someone through the right questions that I wish I was asked when I was younger. Um, that's a process that is vetted through uh, psychologists and therapists, of course. And then we have the other process is more about entrepreneurship and processes and systems and tools and tactics at the right time for the entrepreneur on his journey. So there's a coaching where I get to ask questions so that someone has more of the identity for them to know, understand themselves and to make the best decisions and to uh, discover the right things from themselves. And the other side, going back to that, is more about the entrepreneurship, which is sales, the marketing, the strategy, um, getting your first 10 clients or scaling your digital strategy. Excellent. Okay, so, yeah, and and as far as, like, so the coaching, I just want to, like, you know, interject really quick that I've been amazed just watching, like, the business world, how much of that is mindset. And of course, it spills completely into every part of life, especially as a mom. So um, we're going to dig a little bit more into that. But before we do, I want to find out like a little bit more about that's what you do. And now I want to find out like how you do it, because you actually travel a lot, don't you? Yes. But where do you go in the world? Because you were just gone, weren't you? Yeah. <laughs> so last week I was in Austin, Texas um, for an event um, here basically entrepreneurship event to have some clients that I go see, but also I love to travel and it's just meeting people that are in my world, in the world of personal development uh, or in the world of business strategy and just, you know, getting information from each other or having other people as a sounding board because the as a coach and as a consultant, um, I don't know what I don't know. There's always, always, I could learn from a lot of different people from different perspectives. 
and I am not the guru out there. No, definitely. There's a lot of different processes. So that's why I go to the events and learn from different people and get data based on the mindset and what's working with them on the mindset side and also the business side. So, and then also, do you, do you travel internationally quite a bit? Yes. So exciting. I'm so excited. Uh, this week on Thursday, I'm flying out to Malta, Europe for the oh, first wow. time. Uh, I did a speaking gig in Dubai not too long ago, three months ago. I was speaking over there about a topic which is mind performance, flow performance, and digital performance. And I'm taking that same talk because they loved it. I'm taking it to Malta and speaking over there. That is awesome. How in the world did you get invited to Malta? Um, so this is an interesting uh, question. And I thank you for <laughs> asking me that because the way that happened, it happened out of nowhere. Um, so my wife uh, has a friend and this friend I have met in Bulgaria. And as I met them, they met me. We knew each other. Um, helped them a little bit about marketing and they knew about me and they got a job and then they said Hassan would be a good fit for this I'm just cutting the short the story very short they saw yeah. my Instagram story they saw my story they saw what I have done and that's how they invited me in a very short narrow way of how I got invited that's crazy it just goes to show you just never know right who you might meet you never know and Right now, as as um, as funny as this sounds, I honestly believe in um, things happen for a reason. Mm -hmm. um, 100% things happen for a reason. We are at every single, like every single journey that we are on, there's a reason why if it's painful or if it's fun or if it's entertaining, whatever that is, there's a reason why we're there to mm -hmm make something out of that and um i just want to say that because everyone there's the the good and the bad all of us have per, life is not perfect 100 percent. Right. life is never like if we want life to be perfect great but is it always perfect no there's always going to be some kind of lack where we have to go back and tweak and tweak and get better so mm -hmm. i think expectation is really important like in the sense of no matter like what happens, this could be good. Like there's could be something about this that could be good for my life. Exactly. Uh, I mean, I think, you know, some of my clients, you know, have high expectation and some clients have low expectation. Um, the people that have high expectation all the time get really, really um, depressed quickly. Uh, because they always express, expect that it's going to, whatever is going to happen is going to happen. But if you go with more of like the flow, you have expectation, but you go with the flow, what happens happens. And if it didn't happen, you're just going to change it. You're just going to tweak something. Hmm. Um, it's so simple, but it's so hard saying that. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. Because life throws us loops and that we don't like. And then we yeah. just want to crawl up in a ball and cover our heads with our blankets. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the traveling brings me to a little bit. I'd like to know more about your family background. Because sure. your parents aren't even both from the United States, right? Um. So... You know, uh, my mom is uh, from San Diego, uh, United States. She's American. And my dad is from Saudi Arabia, um, mm -hmm. 
Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Uh, complete diverse family background, um, even religions, uh, beginning of their journey. Um, and it's just, uh, it's been a journey um, and it's been a blessing um, other than like, how could you do all these things with different cultures? But I think it's a blessing so that I could understand psychology better and understand just people from different cultures. Yes, I definitely want to get more into that because I'm definitely interested in how like your family life, uh, you know, affected like your decisions to get into some of this coaching in, in psychology. 100%. But before we get there, like, so how did your parents even meet? So my, my parents uh, met in San Diego uh, in college, and that's how their like first time where they met and they fell in love, of course. A couple of years later, they got married and, you know, they moved on with their life to the Middle East. And mm -hmm. then you know, that's how it, the journey of my parents. So did you grow up in the Middle East? Yes, uh, half of my life was in the Middle East in Saudi Arabia. Um, just trying to figure out what exactly am I going to do with my life? You know, because the question like most people asked, there's, there's two, two things. There's one side is like, Oh, I don't really know what I'm going to do with my life or what's my vehicle. What is my vehicle that I'm going to use? Or I know exactly what I want. And now I'm going to go get that. And I'm going to have these bottlenecks around the road. <laughs> so yeah. There's interesting. There's two different things. I was the person that I didn't know what I wanted mm. until I did. It just took you a while. It took me some time. So uh, did you grow up in the Middle East your first half of your life or the second half of your life? The first half of my life. Okay. Yes. And then and then you grew up the second half in San Diego? Yes. Okay. And your parents, I assume, aren't together anymore? No, they are together. Oh, they are. Oh, yes. okay. Okay. Yeah. So do they live in Saudi Arabia or they live they, separately? So my mom comes back and forth from Dubai to, you know, San Diego. My dad comes back and forth. So it's very travel unique kind of way of they're doing it. Yeah. Okay. So how, like, I always kind of envy people that grew up that way because okay. I just always thought, you know, you 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 surely have a more like kind of complete view of the world yes because you 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 see things i mean I, I guess what i'm saying is like when you just grow up in one place you just only see things that way because you don't really know any different but you know if you grow up in multiple countries then you see like for example that some of our prejudices or whatever like well we don't even have that over here that it's totally different prejudices you know what i mean or like you know, this is culture loves dance and then this culture doesn't dance at all. And and I guess, you know what I mean? Like you just kind of realize like, oh, well, everybody's just different and it doesn't have to be one way. Is that I mean, how was it for you? I think having that experience just um, helped me a lot to look at the world differently in a different perspective and have gratitude and respect for, for different people and respect their perspectives even even though i disagree inside respect it because in the middle east we have to we're obligated we are obligated to respect every single religion every single culture there's no judgment 
Mm-hmm. Um, as simple as that. Um, but in the world of mindset and coaching, um, in the world of just connections and relationships, you always want to make sure like we don't want to judge judge someone's perspective. And that's my career just as growing from the Middle East to the States back and forth, looking at two different perspectives um, based on religion and based on just homeland. Um, that's what it gave me. So, yeah, so it did, it did, it did help you. You felt like a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Oh, and um, let me just say a quick caveat. So the reason I assumed Hassan's parents were separated is because he had mentioned that his mom lived in San Diego and his dad lived in the Middle East, but I didn't realize that they traveled. He had mentioned that to me before. So I just don't want anybody to think like, I just assumed that his parents were divorced and <laughs> I just didn't know that they traveled back and forth, but Okay, so how did that, like, again, affect, you know, your decision to to then become, you know, involved in coaching people? Um, you know, just a couple weeks ago and a couple months ago, I, I, I came down to the essence of that. And it's just, I just want to make sure the audience understand that purpose and vision is a discovery that always evolves and adapts for me. For me specifically, um, because I come from a par- from parents that you know supported me in different ways, but there's pieces that were missing that I needed. And at a young age, um, I had to understand psychology. I had to understand that because of certain reasons that were happening in the the family hole. I, w- I was just trying to solve that problem. I was a kid that was always observing um, different situations. I was the quietest person all the time. I was always quiet, but I would always observe. Okay. And through that process with the situations that were happening around families or just people, I wanted to understand psychology because of a certain thing that happened in in my family. Um, And that's one way of me just learning about the mind. Um, That led me to trying to find a career pathway to finding what I really want to do. As a chubby kid, um, you know, just chubby kid coming out, I wanted to lose the weight. I want to get the body that I want. I I got the body, I competed in men's physique. I became um, a trainer for a couple of oh, wow. Um I was gonna and, say, like, I would never ever have guessed you were a chubby kid. <laughs> I was a chubby kid. I mean, I don't have the pictures now, but I was a really chubby kid. You know, I was always told, uh, chubby, uh, fat, and um, I was bullied. I was bullied oh, all the time from different oh, people yeah. in the Middle East uh, for many different reasons. Um, and <laughs> one of the main reasons is because I come to the States, they tell me that you have an accent. I go to Saudi Arabia, they think I'm American. So it's like, I really don't <laughs> have a, a place to go. If that makes well, sense. That's a really good point, though, because that's the, I guess that's the detriment then. Like yes. the, the neat thing is you get so many perspectives, but the detriment is you always maybe you always fall out of place. Exactly. 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 It's, that's it, that's what's been happening. Uh, but going back to why I have chose this pathway based on that essence of psychology because of what happened during my family time and then what I haven't like, you know, my mom was there. My dad was there. They supported for me the whole time. But there were small things I was missing. And the things we were missing was the coaching part, was the right questions to ask, 
um, what like I was looking for those things. I was like always seeking for mentors, mm. uh, which was interesting that I was always seeking. I didn't know the how or the what. So always seeking and reading until I found my own mentors from different aspects in my journey. Um, and that's where, you know, marketing world, where I wanted to help people with marketing and then evolved to coaching and it evolved to more to the business side and strategy and now coaching. And now I'm putting it together based on what I didn't have at the time. So what you said that you got into uh, like personal training, was that like what you did early on, like right when you got like out of high school and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of personal training, uh, a lot of personal training. And then I did a, a lot of uh, stand uh, stand up comedy. I was doing things I was only uncomfortable with. So I did improv. I did a lot of improv. Helped me out with my, you know, me speaking and being comfortable. Um, yeah. Yeah, a lot of improv. Toastmasters. Um, I was a part of the Dale Carnegie uh, Institute uh, with the trainings. Um, if you don't know what Dale Carnegie is, it's basically a lot of personal development trainings. Um, and going back to that part is also personal training is I just, you know, I got the body that I wanted. It was easy for me. I got it within two years and I competed. And, you know, it's like you want you want the body, you want the money, you like things just happened. Mm-hmm. And it happened in a not a long time yes uh-huh and these things that happened i think come back to our essence and our frequencies and um our main being i'm going a little bit deep but mm-hmm. some of the people that would listen to this are going to understand what i'm saying and you know going back to you and your essence and finding your vehicles that would work for you and keeping at it works. Uh, what do you mean by frequencies? When I say frequency is energy frequencies that happen between me and another person or me and um, let's say me drinking water. It's all, everything is frequency. Everything is part like if you go into learning physics, like everything is particles and atoms in, in the air. So you feel energy in frequency. Mm-hmm. Like you know when someone comes in the room and you you come you can feel if their energy is down or up it, yeah of this essence of sixth sense which they call right. it in grow rich and that it took me time to really activate that now it, it, it's always getting activated more and more and more as i understand my me hasa and my my spirit and my soul and yeah. where this thing so a lot of men think here in their head yes and we have to start using this right here which is yes. our essence right here yeah. your heart this your space. intuition yes. intuition and getting that intuition up through meditation and realization and sitting in it takes time and consistency to find what is true within wouldn't you say that because um you I mean, I think that they're like I I was working with a naturopathic doctor and they, you know, have used some of the energy, you know, fields to help find out what's wrong with you. And I actually it was kind of cool. I just talked to a therapist and she is a Christian and she actually uses some of that, too, to like 
um, a lot in, in conjunction with prayer to help people pinpoint, you know, some of their past hurts. Yeah. So I thought that was really cool. And I, and I wonder, too, how much of it has to do with the fact that we're spiritual beings. You 100%. know, yeah, I think it has to do with everything. It's just we have to understand how we have to understand ourselves. Mm-hmm. And the moment we understand ourselves through questioning. Through questioning and so to through time and through frequency and through meditation it takes time. It's not right. it's not fast. Um, and you know where wherever we're at, there's always gonna be this next thing. I mean, if I ask you, what does really success mean to you? Um, I mean, I guess there's a ton of definitions of success, but you know, probably to have a fulfilling life, maybe that okay. pleases God. I would say that's successful. Okay, cool. So the thing is, everyone has a different th- meaning of success, and we all have to define what success means to us. Of course, there's three aspects of success uh, generically, which is basically wealth, health, relationships. Of course, the money the body, the health, and then the relationships. Like these are the three things that comes down to. Um, But the more we are like, the more based on expectation, our lower expectation, we consistently understand ourselves. And then we find the vehicle that we want to use to grow. I mean, vehicle could be your career. Vehicle could be your business. Vehicle could be you being a mom. You know, I think a lot of people think that they have to become something that they don't want to because yeah. of what the media and social media is reframing. Just remember that. Yeah, that's interesting. We're being reframed every single day. I'm saying that because this is something that has happened to me. Mm-hmm. Where someone is someone is telling you you should do this, but that is not your essence. You have not found the thing that you actually want to do. Right. That's important to you. Yes. Right. So um, so as far as personal coaching, tell us a little bit about um, so you do performance coaching, I should say, not necessarily personal coaching. When I say it's similar. Yeah, it's a high performance coaching or performance coaching. And say performance, performance means is it because it's not about performance is a long term thing that goes through a process. It's not like a, a four-day event and then you're like, hooray for like a couple of days and then you're back. It, the, the, the performance is a long period of time to the right questions, to the right accountability, um, to the right community also that you're with. So when you, so, so when you, were, when you say high-performance coaching, so it's not, is it like someone picks a goal and then you help them meet that goal or is it more like, an ongoing thing where maybe they're, um, you know, in business or they have their own business or um, maybe, I don't know if you ever work with people that aren't in business, but like basically there, it's an ongoing like continuation of accountability and questions from you that helps them just, you know, increase their performance overall. Like, is it that or the other? It's a mix of both because there's like some of my clients they don't have a business. It's just um, someone that is 
let's say for example, someone is dealing. So I'll share this with you. So, so let's say someone is dealing with a divorce and they're going out of this divorce and they're trying to figure out what is their thing, what's their next steps. Um, I get a lot of that and that's more of career finding and more their performance, getting them moving forward. That's one. There's people that are not going through a divorce and just like they don't have, they're just, you know, have a probably a job, but they just want to have better performance within their energy, when it, when it, within their just finding more clarity within based on what, what do they want to do, what projects they want to do, um, finding the next thing for them, like finding something to do, either it's physical service or impact or trying to find a, something creative that they actually want to do. Because if you're not doing something that is helping you grow internally, because as a lot of people say, if there's no progress, you're always going to feel bad. You always want to have some kind of progress. Right, right, right. Yeah. So Hassan went with uh, or went through some of this with me. Um, I was very blessed to get to work with him on some of this. And he um, asked me some really pointed questions that I thought was so helpful in just, you know, helping me kind of narrow down. Um, you know how sometimes in your mind you're just you, you kind of almost confuse yourself. Because you're just, you're, you're, you know, you're all over the place in your mind. And it helped me to kind of focus. And I, one of the things you talked about was like five key areas. Um, can you explain the five key areas that you kind of work with? So in, in, in high performance, there's a couple of different areas that you could focus on. It's one, you could focus on understanding yourself and understanding exactly where you want to go. So that's more on clarity, having more clarity within your personal or professional life. You have to have some kind of clarity, some documented, uh, written um, clarity on your personal and professional life. Like if you don't have your life documented, like imagine, imagine you have a life book. Just have your your life book where you basically know exactly. Okay, this is the expectation. This is what I want. And if you're always like feeling down, you come back to okay, this is what I want. This is where I'm going. This is where I'm heading. And this is what I the things that I need to work on. So it's really important for us to have a strategy and have clarity around where we're going and what we're doing. Um, yes, there are some people like like to go in flow. Um, but again, if you're just in flow and you don't write down or journal down what you want and where you're going, it's really hard to just go through life without now looking at a, you know, just seeing what works and what doesn't. That's one. Second, it goes into your fitness, your energy. Mm-hmm. Energy. Everything. Energy is is the thing that connects us. Frequency. Um, If if my energy was low, would you have connected with me? Probably not. Exactly. So because we were in like a group of so many people, right? Exactly. If my frequency is just a little bit low, it would it would just not work out. Something would be off. You just you feel that something is off with this person. So that's the second point. Um, I think the third point is finding your your own like necessity. Do you really have necessity in the things that you want? This hunger. If you don't have a hunger, um, and you're just good, that's fine. But you want to find what you're ne- like. What are you really hungry about? Because without necessity, you can't find clarity. You can't find energy. Hmm. It, it has to be, it has to be more than just money. Yeah. 
Um, that's really important. And then it goes into, of course, having more productive outcomes, out, like your input and output with everything. Are you productive in your personal life? Are you productive in your uh, professional life? There's ways to have better processes and systems that you'll be, you become more productive. Your schedule, because look, life like a year goes by like this. I mean, I know, it's so true. Like this, and I think productivity at, at a certain degree, we should have some kind of productivity system for ourselves. And I mean, other than that, is like is influence and courage. I mean, you want to have some kind of influence and courage in life. Are you courageous enough? Are you taking bold actions in the things that you want to do? Mm-hmm. Are you are you basically are you influenced? Are you influencing more people? Do you know how to influence your your own people or your in your perf- professional life? And it's not about persuading people. You know, it's about influencing because sometimes we just want to solve problems. We should not be solving problems. You should be listening hmm. and guiding rather than solving the problem. Because we all see like we come we come to an organization where a lot of people just solve the problem. Where if you listen and engage. Yeah. Have more better influence. Okay, so let's take each of these keys. Let's say, <laughs> let's say that, like, you know, if we're talking about clarity. So, as a mom, like, how would that give me an example, you know, of like how that would apply? Um, unfold that for me a little bit. So, so let's say, I mean, I guess there's all kinds of different, you know, sorts of moms, but you could have like, let's just say, um, Maybe we could take two different ones. Let's say, let's take one that's a stay-at-home mom. She's got young children. And then a, another one who is a mom that maybe has um, elementary or, or older children and she's, you know, uh, working. Okay. So we could, we can one, we can take them separately. So how would Clarity help maybe each of them? So choose one for me. Let's do, let's start with the stay-at-home mom with young children. Okay, and your question is? Like, so if you were going to talk to that person, like, how would you talk to them about clarity in their life? Um, I, I think their presence. I mean, I'll talk about clarity of what, like, let's let's go through some, some of the questions. Some of the questions, and I'm going to ask this, like, what really makes you happy? What are the things that make you just happy? It could be the things that you do on a daily basis or just the things that make music. It could be yoga. It could be just taking a walk or being with the family or having a good time with your husband um, or friends. What are the things that make you happy? And then I would ask you the second question is what makes you like, what, what are you unhappy about? Really? What are you really unhappy about? So we get what makes you happy and we get what makes you unhappy, we try to make you do the things that you're more happy about and find what could you do about what makes you unhappy so that we can actually put that down and transition to, do you have a mission statement as the mom? Mm-hmm. Do you have a mission statement for, you, for yourself? Like what level, let's say I'm asking this, what level are you in this moment in terms of your emotional and physical vibrancy and presence? I think this is so cool because so so Hassan actually asked me those questions as well. And one of the things I loved about it was not only the that it made me really think about it, first of all, 
So that's like an assessment situation, yeah. I think, where you're like, okay, let me think about my life and think about, am I getting energized? Am I doing anything in my life that's energizing me? Which I, which is what I would guess I would consider like what makes you happy. Mm-hmm. Yes. 100%. And then, or am I doing, what things am I doing that are making me unhappy? Obviously you can't do things that make you happy all the time. And, and I, and I know that you're not, and I'm not meaning this in a selfish way either. Like, you know, Oh, you just need to, you know, be pampered and happy all the time. Like that's not what it's about, but no. it's about, and I feel like definitely for moms that they often sacrifice their desire to be happy for the happiness of others. And be, because that's kind of just the nature. Not, not, not every mom. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 100%. But yeah, that's kind of like generally the nature, you know, of moms is that they tend to to put others first, right? 100%. And that's great. And it's awesome. And that's why we love mothers. But at the same time, like, they need to take the time to find out what makes them happy and energized because they can't give out of an empty bowl. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah. And I love that about what Hassan's questions and also... And maybe you're going to go into this, but I was just so excited about it because you also asked me, what are you going to do about it? Yes, of so course. Go, go a little bit more into that. Um, so I'm going to put like a couple of things that the audience could think about and maybe just like try to, as I'm asking these questions or just try to see for yourself, how, when I ask you a question, how does it feel? What is the emotion when I ask it? Are you irritated? <laughs> are you emotional? Um, you don't like the question, ask why, and then try to answer it. Mm-hmm. So let's go under purpose and just like, just go under simple purpose under the purpose side of things. How can I stay on purpose and serve greatly right now? That's the first question. Very simple. How can I stay on purpose and serve greatly right now? Let's go to the presence, what I just talked about. What level am I in this moment in terms of my emotional and physical vibrancy and presence? That's more in presence. Let's go into psychology. Psychology. Mm-hmm. Am I living my truth? Are you living your truth? What do you mean Let's, by that? Are you living what you want to do? Are you living the truth? Are you are you living in fear, in doubt? Um, again, it's really important to have that in mind. Um, let me ask this question. Uh, what three words really define who I am as a person? And am I living those words? That's one. Second, what three words should I define how I should interact with others? And am I living those words? That's cool. Find the words that resonate with you. So that's more psychology. Let's go into, I guess, Physiology? How does that sound? So physiology uh-huh. sound good? Okay. Am I am I rested and fully hydrated? So important. Am I rested and fully hydrated? Water. Having a liter of water is really powerful as stupid and it's so, so simple to have a liter of water wherever you go. Yeah, I definitely am a failure in that area. <laughs> Let me say something because the most of the body, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to give you stats here because I'm not 100% sure, but about 70% of the body, 80% of the body is all water. Um, and the brain itself is like a lot of water. Right. And right. how our clarity 
and how we focus is by hydration. Mm-hmm. And if your lips are dry, you're dehydrated. Yeah. Well, and, and that that does bring to the point too of just like being like physically feeling good. You know, yes. like I you know I just wrote a book and in the book I wrote I talked to a little bit about how you 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 know you don't have to be an athlete but you probably need to like at least walk a few times a week you know what I mean like something exactly and so I would assume that that goes with the water like the same kind of idea 100% 100% and then it goes to physiology Am, am are you sleeping are you eating exercising hydrating your 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 posture and speaking with passion enough to have the energy you deserve. Is right. Really so, so back to uh, some of the other um, things that you asked, like one of the things that I loved was um, that you made me do things really fast. Like you <laughs> would ask me like a really hard question and give me like two minutes to answer it. <laughs> And I know that sounds really kind of stupid, like, you know, it almost counterintuitive because you would think like, how can you possibly answer this question so quickly? Like um, you had asked me, you know, what's your vision for your life? Like you have two minutes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. It's, but actually, I, I think it was so good because and I've and I've talked to a few other life coaches recently that have asked me a few questions, not as in depth as what I got to talk to you about, which was awesome. But it has made me realize, like, we wallow around in this stuff like way too much. What do you What do you think about that? Very true. I, this world of uh, coaching and life coaching is um, that's why you know. It's it's a, there's there's the good and there's the bad. Um, I would always say you have to find your right person. There's the right coach for the right person. Um, and the reason why I put pressure with it is because sometimes we just need pressure, like a pressure cooker. You just gotta you, because sometimes the greatest ideas, the greatest ideas, is when you're cooking in a in a pressure and it's like you the just everything wants to just burst out mm-hmm. and that's the the moment of essence and creativity and solution because you, you have to come up with it right yeah and i just think that you know i want to like encourage moms in that because i mean a they're kind of in a pressure cooker a lot yes you know and they don't give themselves enough credit for the creative ideas that they do come up with because they have to right Mm -hmm. and you know so that's like pretty impressive um because you know you you have to figure out how to potty train this incredibly stubborn child you know what i mean or you have to you know help your teenage daughter you know, get through algebra and you don't know anything about algebra, you know, but you've got to find a tutor. You have to figure it out, right? Yep. Yep. But you have to figure it out. Yeah. And I don't think that we give, you know, moms and ourselves, I guess is what I'm saying, enough like confidence to believe, wow. Because, you know, I guess we take motherhood or parenting even like I think it's the same for fathers, but we kind of just take it for granted, you know, like that is just what you do and you have to figure it out. But if you step back and think about all the things you figured out, 
you know, under the pressure cooker. It seems like it would help you to to realize that like some of the things you're talking about where you're unhappy, that you can figure it out, right? Yes. And again, sometimes sometimes a pressure cooker is not the it's it's not for everyone. It's it just depends on your essence. But I, I think sometimes it's needed. Sometimes it's needed to yeah. to make things to shift things because change happens in two ways. I, we spoke about this a little bit before. Change happens in two ways. Uh, change happens one on the the side of like let's say some like something something bad happened, a death, a divorce, uh, just you, you you got fired, whatever that is. Uh, someone got hurt, like something happened really bad, and you have to just change. You just change. The other way of changing is consistency is where someone through repetition and through That's consistency of doing that habitual thing over and over again and doing it and, and having not forgetting the most important thing is having standards in, the, in your life, having standards and having values. And when, when I say that, I really mean it because we don't have enough standards about the, the things that we want in life. If you don't have enough standards, people are not going to see you as who you want to become. So it's really important to understand the different kind of changes and how can we actually put that and do it through habitual consistency um, things. That's awesome. Yeah. So like the integrity and yes. the, the discipline. Yes. Right. I mean, that is a really good point. And I, and I wasn't thinking about those kind of things because yeah. that's where the rubber meets the road, right? That's where it's really hard to get up in the morning and, you know, read yes. your Bible or, or, you know, write down the things that you're grateful for, or, you know, take a walk or whatever those things are. One of my favorite questions, like I have like 60, 16 favorite problem questions that I have. And one of my favorites is basically how do I set boundaries while I keep, while keeping my heart open? I'll say that one more time. How do I set boundaries while keeping my heart open? Because setting up boundaries is one of the most important things. Because if you don't put boundaries, someone will come. And the day will come where someone will step in. And you're not going to like it. And you're not taking full responsibility. That definitely happens a lot in life, and especially with children. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, I have loved so much talking to you. I feel like we could talk for another five hours. Maybe we'll have to have you on again and go through, like I walk through, you know, some more of these questions. Um, but thank you so much for your time. I know you've got another appointment, but we really appreciate it so much. And um, I know that there's a lot of moms that are going to be encouraged. So thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you. I hope you enjoyed this interview with Hassan. If you did and you know someone who would really enjoy it, please pass it on and share it with them. Make sure you follow and subscribe to the podcast and join us on Facebook in our Facebook group at Imagine Mom. That's with an E, not an I, so that you can join in on some of the amazing things we're doing, including um, challenges. We've got a gratitude challenge coming up right away, so make sure you jump in on that before Thanksgiving. 
and you could win a really awesome prize. So make sure you check that out in the Facebook group at Imagine Mom. We're also on Instagram and all the platforms, TikTok and YouTube and all that at Imagine Mom. So join us there. Can't wait to meet you. Thank you.